what I see God doing right now, currently, because um, I used to tour full time as a secular artist and as a singer songwriter and um, all kinds of stuff for the world. You know, mm-hmm. basically, I called it the Let's Promote Candy Show, right? Mm-hmm. So, God radically changed it to go. You know what? You're going to use every single thing you learned to to actually put my name on the billboard now. Hi friends, welcome back to episode five of the Story at the Center podcast. I'm Abby. And I'm Jason. And today we have a wonderful friend of ours, um, my near and dear sister Candy Coburn. She's here um, on the episode today talking about her story and her worship and how she lives out her life um, just loving the Lord and how um, she had just that road to Damascus story um and just transition with the lord and oh my goodness guys you're gonna love it it is so sweet and rich and just full of the spirit guys it's just so good um i encourage you guys to download subscribe to our to the whole podcast of itself um leave a review um and spread it around send it to your friends um if you listen to an episode that you feel like would really touch their heart send it to them share it share it around we want the word of god and the stories that he has done in other people's lives to be spread around everywhere and um it's just so encouraging to hear hear these stories and um it affects me every time we record every single time so um Guys, we hope that this story, Candy's story, um, touches your hearts as much as it did mine and um, that you guys enjoy it. Got Candy Coburn with us today. Um, she is a worship leader and an artist and musician, and we get to serve together on the staff of Austin Christian Fellowship. Um, if you haven't guessed, I am pulling all of my relationships <laughs> out into this podcast. Like every single person that I know that is my friend is going to be on this <laughs> podcast before it's I over. I love that. I love it. Um, so um, we're going to just get right to it. Candy, um, just give us a, a little bit of insight into who you are, what you're doing, where God's got you right now. Um, you know, your family, you know, family stuff, um, all that. We want to hear who you are so that, um, our listeners get a good glimpse of what God's doing. Awesome. Well, thank you for having me y'all. I, you're two of my favorite people. Um, so I'm honored to be on here. Um, I started out obviously, um, doing music from early age Mm. and did it in church and then went to college for a little bit thinking maybe I'd do a little bit there. Um, but it took a little bit of a wild road to get where I'm doing now worship Mm -hmm. leading and I've been a singer songwriter I have written songs for years um but they were secular Mm -hmm. so God radically kind of like said girl you're gonna do this different thing like about you know six years ago or so um and so just my life has just blossomed into this thing that I had no idea that I'd be living um my family's great I have uh my husband Mark and I have two boys that are 21 um, 17 and then I have a 12 year old daughter Lisa so um, it's always crazy at our house and um, <laughs> crazy good but God's been so good my daughter's adopted um, we moved to Texas about almost seven years ago um, I think God radically moved us to mm-hmm. to really kind of start our life over in a way so my story is very long so I'll try to keep it in the short um, <laughs> Cliff's notes today but what I see God doing right now currently 
Um, cause I used to tour full time as a secular artist mm-hmm. and as a singer songwriter and, um, all kinds of stuff for the world. You know, mm-hmm. basically I called it the let's promote candy show. Right. Mm-hmm. So God radically changed it to go, you know what, you're going to use every single thing you learned to, to actually put my name on the billboard now. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be for my glory and it's going to be so great. And it's going to blow your mind because it's going to be so much better than all that putting your, you know, candy coated show out there. And um, so it just blown my mind. Mm-hmm. So um, what I see him doing is blowing my mind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he's constantly surprising me with something new. Um, coming on staff, you know, at this church has been truly an unbelievable experience. Mm-hmm. And um, and I've just been writing tons, like so much. Certainly during COVID, I've mm-hmm. just been like pouring these songs out. Um, so it's been such an exciting time. And I do truly love my job. I love who I work with. I get to work with awesome people like y'all. And um, I'm just overwhelmed at the goodness of God. Mm. I think he's doing goodness is what I'm going to say is my answer because everywhere during this wild year, we've just able been able to see all these total miracles happening, even in the middle of it. For sure. You know? So to me, I've just been like in awe and in wonder of what he's doing in the big, in the big picture, yeah. you know, to all of our little hearts during this time. Yeah. So... The thought that popped into my head while you were saying all that was something that we talked about right before we hit record, <laughs> which was like the the road to Damascus oh, yeah. moment, right? Prodigal. What, what was? <laughs> yeah. Where did it start? Like, what, mm. you said you you said the phrase um, that your move to Texas was sort of like like it was a God ordained totally, thing. yeah. What was that thing? What was that moment that, you know, you got blinded by the yeah, to yeah. throw the song lyric out there, blinded, blinded by the light. By the light. Um, you know? Well, I hadn't quite got blinded by the light until actually I got here. Mm-hmm. It's almost like God had this road planned, right? But before that, man, it was tough. You know, we had, things were not good in a lot of ways. You know, my marriage had trouble. Like, um, my career looked great from the outside. It was all shiny and looking nice and everything, but it was not okay on the inside. And so, you know, God was always working it out for good. Mm-hmm. I still can't believe I'm sitting here. It's for two grandmas praying their face off my whole life, really. Um, but when we got here, you know, it was a few minutes down the road and, you know, I had had a problem with uh, an addiction of with alcohol. And so I didn't really totally like get it and and I get here and I've been here just a few months and it was a true like wake up seeing blinded by the light moment um, that I got up and was like okay um, I can't do this anymore I can't feel like this anymore God you've got to show up like right now mm-hmm. and truly it was like bam you know and I was stunned because it was just then when I finally kind of surrendered it you know God started showing up in every detail. Yeah. Now, it was not pretty. It was not easy. But it, he just started showing up and continuing to grow my faith and my courage. Um, so it was a wild road. You know, it was not like straight and shiny and awesome and neat uh, with bows on it. <laughs> but I kept following. And every time I kept following, he just kept blowing my mind with a new door that would open. And who would have ever told me that I'd be doing what I'm doing right now? I'd have been like, you are crazy. No way. But God just continued to walk me so gently. I would say that he just walks gently with you, you know, and takes his, it takes time if you need time. And it just took his time with me. So I was able to walk and just start getting my legs to walk. 
And life has just gotten beautiful after I realized, like, man, God's way is so much better than my way. And I kind of fought that my whole life with mm-hmm. trying to figure out how, hey, how can you see? How can you tell me I'm doing great? Can somebody else tell yeah. me I'm doing yeah. great? Yep. Can you give me an accolade that shows that I'm somebody or I'm smart enough or pretty enough or talented enough? Mm-hmm. And I never felt that I was. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, man, I don't feel that way anymore. Yeah. And I feel like this is who God made and I'm good with it. And if whoever's good with it, great, let's do some stuff. But if not, that's okay. Yeah. So it's it's amazing to feel that freedom mm-hmm. now. I was thinking about as you were talking, you talked about patience. My lack of it? Is no, that no, 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 God's God's patience. Yes, totally. God's patience. Um, <laughs> like, des- describe that for us, like your experience with God's patience, because uh, I think we we put god in our box right yeah. where we're like yeah you know god because i get frustrated with things because they don't come fast enough god must do the same thing mm-hmm. but that's not mm. his mode right? right that's not how he works right so Whoa. talk about talk about your experience that's so right on and i don't think i've ever heard it said that way so it's so cool because like it's true he is patience he is that definition he is he created that right so it's so against who I am. I can't stand waiting for anything. I want it right now. Maybe yesterday, you know. So I um, I just was like, I just felt so irritated, you know, with me not getting it fast enough. Mm-hmm. And I didn't give myself any grace, you know. Right. But his just pours out yeah. all the time. Yeah. It's like a flood all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, really? You're still okay with me? Like, today I did this. Today I said this yeah. to my kid. Today I fell down like that. And it was just, I could feel... And that was what's so precious is that I could feel the Holy Spirit be with me in those times to go just kind of, I would say, hug my heart. You know, it's like, yeah. you could just feel this hug on your heart. And it just told me, okay, it's all right. Just go do the next thing that's right and keep going and doing that. But the patience God has blows my mind, especially as a parent, because I think of that now and I'm like, man, I just got, that's some goals to get any kind of patience like that. Mm-hmm. But he does, he's so patient and kind that's my other favorite word of his about him is kind he's just so kind to give us time and um that could be a wrap kind gives us time <laughs> um but he is just so uh fuzzy about that you know and i'm so grateful because um i think that was really um what i couldn't accept the most was oh my gosh he forgives me and he forgets this stuff mm. you know so still to this day i'm working on like girl Give yourself a break. Forgive yourself. But I struggle with that, you mm-hmm. know? That part of that grace and his love and patience with me, it just, it is kind of like unfathomable a little bit in my mind. Right. Mm-hmm. right. It's um, it's interesting because I think we do that, you know, we, we live our lives in this break, breakneck pace where we're going, going, yep. going. We're trying to get, we're trying to, you know, we're trying to achieve high, high level do, achievement. Yeah. Um, we... we we define certain things by what we do or yeah. what how we how we achieve or lack thereof and yet um we ask when we ask god for things he <laughs> we expect him to deliver them in the timely manner mm-hmm. that we're expecting mm-hmm. but when it comes to sometimes when it comes to what you're talking about this 
um, the, the flip side of that, when we're looking at the things that we don't, where we don't, we know we don't measure up to God's standard, we expect he's going to lash out mm-hmm. in the way that we would lash right. out. And I just, I think your story is so, um, such a great example of the reminder for us that, man, God, God doesn't want anyone to perish. Yeah. Right. He loves he, us and he, stuff. <laughs> he, yeah. He he is like we're still here yeah. because he's patient. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And that that's just a um you know, as our friend Pastor Chris says, mm-hmm. it's just a love note. Mm-hmm. It is. Right? It's just a love note to to wake up and be reminded that he you know, God, God didn't put his foot on our throats today, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, because yeah. not because, not because we don't deserve it, but because he loves us. Yeah. Yes. And he's kind and patient. Mm-hmm. And yeah. It's, and it's, it's truly like unbelievable, you know? Yeah. He is just totally love. That's, I mean, all the time, all day, every day, you know? And, um, it, it's, it's, it makes me so excited now because I'm on this side of it and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just, I feel like I, I could combust sometimes because I'm like, I can't believe I get to live this life now, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so I guess I'm just constantly like, yes, I'm just going to jump and j- be for joy. I'm the one that thinks everything in heaven is going to be dancing, singing, shouting, mm-hmm. like jumping up and down Yeah, because that's how I feel. Um, and he was patient, talking about patient, going it took me like literally almost to 40 to get this, you know, yeah. it's like, really? So, um, he never gives up on anyone. That's so good. And that's so real. Yeah. Um, never too late. I kind of wanted to like talk about your, your style of worship is the coolest thing ever. Like, I think <laughs> I remember there was one, it was a couple, like probably my sophomore year of high school, we were going, mm-hmm. it was the night before summer camp and we had Thursday night worship at Concordia and mm. you were leading mm-hmm. and I never met you before and I was like but I just remember sitting there and I we walked out that night and I go dad she's like the Loretta Lynn of worship music okay I'll take like, that <laughs> seriously I was I like I love some Loretta I we had love just back, it. back story we had just we had just gotten back from Nashville yeah um Abby's 16th birthday trip was oh, her and I, I to it. Nashville so and good. she had never heard of Loretta Lynn until we walked through the Country Music Hall of wow. Fame. Wow. And so she's like... Good daddy. She, That's yeah, good she daddy walks, right she, there. She walks, she walks away from you that got a good dad. She's like, I love her. she's a boss. I love her. <laughs> oh, yes. And so, and so yeah, mm. that's probably about the highest compliment Abby could pay. So, yeah. yeah. Like, um, but I, I had never heard worship like yours. And, it, uh-huh. um, and kind of connecting back to you being a hundred percent who God made you to be and um just free flown with it and not yeah. caring what you know like if someone likes you great if they don't okay <laughs> you know and like yeah. how has your experience been mm-hmm. uh, with especially now that we're all ACF is now one church mm-hmm. being kind of have that different style of worship than most worship leaders I would say but it's like so wholesome and so mm-hmm. rich and just it opens your eyes to so many different hmm. types of worship. Well, you know, I guess I don't know any different because uh, I, I did. I will tell you a lie that enemy told me a long time. You're not Carrie Job. You're not Hillsong. You're not this. You're not that. And like it made me feel like it was a lie I believed. Like you know, and I did worship in churches, but it was mostly like, hey, I'm a guest and mm-hmm. I do my stuff. 
and I was not on the, I mean, I'd be on the team some, but it was not like, um, it was just different. You know, it was like more of like, I'm contracted to be here on this day to do this thing. Um, so it's been so cool how God did it because, um, I don't even know what I don't know. (laughs) That's handy. But, um, I just ask every single time that I'm going to worship or do anything is Lord, it just needs to be honestly, I'm just a conduit of what you got to say. That's it. And I'm going to praise you. And what you have to say through me is going to just happen. And I'm going to have no idea or plans. I mean, we make Mm -hmm. a little plan of the songs and then we just go, but it's been really cool to see what he does because it has nothing to do with me. And Mm -hmm. most of the time when I'm finished worshiping, I have no idea what I even did. Yeah. That's that's what's crazy. Right. And so he's so awesome because he just takes over. And I don't, I feel like I'm in another place. And, um, and what I said is there's a t- couple ways to worship, right? There's like horizontal. That's with you and the crowd of mm-hmm. people like, here we are, here's what we're doing. But there's a vertical worship mm-hmm. that is legit that I had to get honed in before I ever started being in front for the, you know, mm-hmm. with people. Because before it was about performance for me. Yeah. And it was about, did I do the song perfect? Did I do this thing? Mm-hmm. Did everybody love it? You know? It had nothing to do with what is what is the Lord what are the Lord and I are doing here, you know? And when that shifted and I started getting that memo, it was like everything changed for worship. Yeah. Hopefully I'm answering your question. But the whole goal to me every time that I worship now is all about is, is this pleasing to you, Father? Yeah. If it is, then yeah. But if not, then there's no reason I should do it. Mm. So um I think I just do what what yeah. is me. Yeah. And I really don't know any other way. So hopefully, you know, God can use it. And um, I think he's been kind to let me, you know, use what I do and write songs for him now that I think um, speak to people, I hope. And I hope I keep getting better at that. But I'm totally a newbie and I am totally not trained uh, in worship leading or anything like that. So that's what's so sweet when I see like stories of David and people like this. Like he used people from the the total fringe mm-hmm. to do amazing things. So um, I'm just grateful I get to, you know. Yeah. He's using it, man. Thanks, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. The, Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> the, the, thing, the, the thing I... So, <laughs> I feel like when you were talking, the Holy Spirit said to me, <laughs> tell her, you're, you're right. You're not Carrie Job. Right. You're not Hillsong. And she's amazing. I made you. And they're amazing. I made you to be candy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. He made right. all of us to be us. Right. You know? And I think that goes back to what you said earlier about being comfortable and getting comfortable in your skin. Yeah. Right? Um, because we've all, we've all, I think, I think most of us, mm-hmm. I can e- easily say that, that most of us understand what it's like to feel like we don't measure up mm-hmm. or that we're not meeting someone's standard or... I, how do I how do I get in? Yeah. How do I get in with this group or that group? People, right? We've got, yeah, we've mm-hmm. got we've, we've got teenagers that are living that. Yeah. yeah. Right now. Yeah. Right. I mean, you you've got them. Totally. You've got them at home. Yeah. I've got them at home. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, what would you what would you say to the to the teenage girl mm. who's flipping through Instagram today? Oh my gosh. And going, how do I how do I measure up? Like. I wish I could say, you can get rid of your phone, but <laughs> that's not going to happen probably. I, I'm so grateful for one, I lived before this era of this. You know, I can't imagine how it would feel to see all these constant reminders of what people say you're supposed to be. 
Um, but I guess, you know, just Jesus loves you so much is what I would say. And he made you as a one of a kind, broke the mold model that will never be made again. And actually when you speak to him, it's like his one of a kind, only you can say it like that to your father moment. So spend as many moments as you can doing that. And he's going to download what you need to be doing, what your lane is, who you are, and that safety of the father that I don't think I understood until I got really old. Mm -hmm. So know the father. Yeah. Because my dad wasn't around a lot growing up, and I don't think I ever understood how that relationship works Mm -hmm. until I got pretty much, you know, six, seven years ago. And I'm like, that is precious. Because when you know who your daddy is, everything else makes sense you know because you're not going to get yays from others you're just like oh my dad's smiling on me this is so good that's all the accolade I need that's all the add a girl I need so I um I think you know spending that time getting to know your father is whoo it's heavy and I so I love you guys doing this it's so precious to me yeah you should I would try too if I were you girl um but this is what it's about this is how he made us yeah. to have this, to have family, to have mm-hmm. this father. And it is everything. Yeah. And even so, right? Like I try to, I try to be a present dad, right? And even I can be the best dad, human dad possible. And it's still not even close <laughs> to what God is to us. Right. And I think that's the, that's the blessing of, and the curse of understanding the life that we live here, mm-hmm. right? Is the fact that we've got this, um, we, we, we sometimes, instead of taking God and measuring our earthly dad against mm-hmm. them, we do the opposite of that, mm-hmm. right? Where we measure our God against yeah. our earthly dad. Mm-hmm. And we're like, mm. right. You know, if you're anything, you, God, the father, hmm, if you're anything like my earthly right. dad, no, no right. thanks. It's a real hang up for you a know? reason. Yeah. But, but it's so true, right? Like to understand the, to, to, to understand what the person who, the, the the being that created you says about you. Yeah. Until you understand that. Yeah, and we got this a... book that tells us all. I'm loving that book. You know, it's kind of new to me. <laughs> so it, it has such truth in it of like who he says we are. You know, and that is like, I mean, I'm like eating it up right now. I love the Passion Translation because it's mm-hmm. it talks so fuzzy and warm and lovey-dovey. Yeah. And that's how I hear him speaking now. And it has been priceless because I don't, I did not have that kind of um, relationship growing up. So right. it is just, it's truly unbelievable. People will say this, and I, I think I've heard you sort of mention it before. So, you know, pardon me if I'm way off. Um, you know, all of us who find ourselves in Christ probably have, have had somebody down their line praying for us. Oh, yeah. Like, what? talk a little bit about your experience with that like you 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 were you know you sort of have that that story right i was this and now i'm this yeah and in the middle of that like there's somebody yeah there's two ladies that have no knees from praying for me all the time (laughs) yeah exactly my grandmothers were it i mean they prayed for me from birth i remember like thinking this is so crazy why are they praying so long oh my gosh this is eh." um their prayers saved my life I believe in prayer so firmly mm-hmm. that it is, un- I'm only sitting here because they prayed and they never ceased praying for me. Mm-hmm. And they just believed. They believed that 
that crazy granddaughter of mine is going to come around at some yeah. point, you know. And they did. Um, and I just remember my grandmother, I knew that she probably had to be so disappointed. She always wanted me to be a Christian singer, you know, like one of the gospel groups we saw every weekend, you know. And um, But that wasn't cool enough for me. You know, I had to have somebody else say that I was going to be great. So I kept chasing that thing. But she kept praying. Both of them kept praying for me. And I believe um, I kid around all the time. And, I, you know, my grandmother is in heaven both of them are now and I'm always like you know thank you thank you Grammy B for praying for me all the time I know that you're smiling now and you're having a party in heaven both y'all are because all those prayers were never for naught right and the prayers are never wasted you right. know their future prayers their old prayers that are coming now it's just there's never a prayer that's not going to be used mm-hmm so they were the two, I mean, seriously fierce spiritual warriors in my life. Um, I'm sure a massive amount of other people prayed mm-hmm. for me. Um, this church was a very important part of, like, you know, Chris Tapkin being a great brother to me, mm-hmm. you know, and walking slowly with me, patiently with me, even in the journey of going to be where I'm now leading worship, you know, in a, even the staff position I'm in. So every bit of it has just been on time with the Lord. And he just sent people along that prayed for me and loved on me the whole time. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm always amazed at how he does that. Very subtly, too. Covertly, kind of, you know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because if I had known, I'd been like, what? (laughs) Under the radar. Yeah. The barn. For people who don't know, or non-ACFers, we have this barn up on our campus here in Austin. And... Um, it is now a just center of prayer and worship yeah. constantly. Um, mm-hmm. Fire. Literally. Yeah. Like literally yeah. smoke billowing I like up. Um, I like to call it firehouse. Yeah. Um, and so how has that been? Like you're leading worship every week mm-hmm. um, out of there and also um, prayer, our prayer every weekday from noon to one is happening there. Um mm-hmm. What is your, what do you feel like God is doing with that? Like, what do you think he's, what do you hmm. feel like he's telling you is going to, like, result from that? And, like, also, yeah. like, kind of the mission statement of the well, barn, which well, sounds weird. Yeah. But what was the, at, yeah, what did, what did God, what's God asking you yeah. to do there? And yeah. what do you think he's doing? He told me for sure, like, I need you to go make everything you do or everything, everywhere you go, I want you to go and make it better than you found it. That's for sure a mission piece for sure that I hear all the time. Um, and put love on it. Like pour all the love you can pour on it in every way you can, in every possible way. So I think actually the barn is something that is going to be um, a catalyst for many barns mm. across the country, across the world. That's the dream I always say if you said, you know, if this started and it could continue to multiply, if you Googled like um, worship or prayer and worship barn and it all you'd see all those little emojis that look like flames come up all over the map. Yeah. You know, wouldn't that be amazing That's so to good. have all these prayer, um, houses of prayer all across the country, the world. Um, and that's what, you know, Chris Tapkin, that was the dream about having, you know, more um Prayer, houses of prayer than Whataburgers. That was the first joke, yes. right? But the real priority is that to be in the presence of the Lord. That's always our priority. Mm-hmm. But um, we, prayer and worship, I think, you know, what I was explained to me by much wiser people, John David Vasquez, you know, he's uh, one of our godfathers of worship. 
is that you know when we praise and we pray and worship it's almost like papa father in heaven brings his big old lounger and he's like i'm gonna park right here because these kids are loving on me and appraising me and i just want to i just want to be here so literally when we pray and we worship and we praise it's like moving that it's the presence is is so amazing in that mm-hmm. barn and we call it the holy spirit hotspot we got all these names for it you know i call it yeah. roadhouse for jesus because <laughs> it looks like a little roadhouse but um but god's doing something that's so special and this is the highest point in all of austin texas yeah. i mean that is also special and amazing but god's doing something with this dedicated intercessing team of prayer warriors that have done over 500 days of yeah. praying and things are happening so when I say things are happening, when people pray, like today someone was praying and someone immediately got a, a, their prayer answered mm. in the hour, within That's the awesome. hour of being nauseated and sick. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, That's so good. God's just showing off. Yeah. And yeah. what I think's happening is when we continue to invest in the one first priority of all of our lives, which is being sp- spending total time with the Lord, dedicated time, uninterrupted time, on purpose time, when people continue to be a part of what we call a prayer and worship lifestyle, mm-hmm. well, then life's different. Mm-hmm. You know, it feels different. And all the stuff that's out here in the world, we just look and feel different. And people were like, what? what's going on with you? You know, why do you feel like that? Why do you believe that? And it really, it's kind of like it's, um, it's magnetic. Um, it's infectious is a word people use all the time. So I think God's using that place to just completely grow people's hearts to new levels mm. they've never had before, deeper levels. And um, I just hope that we continue to see things like this pop up everywhere mm. yeah. and champion them for everywhere um, around us, mm-hmm. for it to be the norm, not like exclusively here or there. Every, right. well, every church, every even a church, even people that have in their homes, that it just becomes the norm. And this lifestyle becomes the new way that we walk and talk with Jesus every day. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's good. I love it so much. I could talk about it all day. I love the barn so much. <laughs> so, um, as we sort of wind down here, um, God, you've seen God move mm-hmm. in your life in ways that are like super tangible right like yeah. you can touch and feel them like it's not this there there's some christians out there and there are some non-believers out there who just believe that it's some fairy tale i mean mm-hmm. there's some christians out there that sure. just believe like yeah. i this got handed down to me i'm still mm-hmm. doing That's, it because that used to be me it's the thing totally, yeah. you know it's the thing my family has always done but the, the, this this book this mm-hmm. holy quote holy book over here is just a book of myths and fairy tales right um, but like, just be you, nice to people. It's all good. Right. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a good person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you've seen God move in tangible ways in your life. But what would you say to though, to, to a person who's questioning like that yeah. and saying, um, I don't know if this is legit. Yeah. Well, I would say there's so much more for you. And don't cheat yourself. <laughs> um, but there's, I, I think, that's always a hard conversation for all of us, right? But I think the thing, if people were telling me at that time, and I didn't have really a hunger for it, you know, I think it is hard. Because I really wasn't ready to hear it yet. 
you know I could kind of but what made me attracted to other people like I had a neighbor two doors down from me that just she was like this peaceful loving amazing woman and every time I saw her I was like what is it about her like there's something about her that just gives me the chills you know well listen to this so I loved her you know from a distance because I was doing my crazy things back at the time but I, she was always in my mind and my heart like who what is the deal with her yeah. you know and I was going to church and all that marking a box off and stuff but when my life changed I will never forget calling her and saying Cindy oh my gosh I know what you have now mm. I get choked up and I was like I know what you have now it is so rich it's so precious it's so it's so much love and I just missed it. I didn't get it. And I'm thanking you so much for being that example to me. So I don't think sometimes it's about like us speaking as much, but, but loving on people. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think it, they can really get it until they want it. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. And just loving and shining it mm -hmm. on people. And they're like, what is going on with you? You know, mm -hmm. that has been the best only way I can share. And then I share my story. Mm -hmm. Our testimonies are it. That is the power because nobody can argue with what happened to you. You know, it's like, right. dude, yeah. this is what, how, this is what happened in my life, you right. know, and it could be right or wrong or whatever, but no, it's the truth. So they, they know from your story that something radically changed that was, was totally changed to who you are and how you walk and behave and, and have joy. So I, um, I think it's about relationships always, you know, with people mm -hmm. and, if that conversation comes up, I hope that they want to hear mm -hmm. my story. Yeah. So that leaves me with two things. One is for the people who might be listening to this and they find themselves in that camp where they're not mm -hmm. exactly sure that this is legit. Man, just keep asking questions. Mm -hmm. Totally. Right? Just keep asking and, questions. And don't worry. Like. Yeah. Yeah. And the second thing is, is for all of those folks who are like our our prayer warriors who mm -hmm. are praying for people out there who feel like it's not legit. Mm -hmm. um, I hope you're encouraged by Candy's yeah. testimony yeah. of people who prayed yes. prayed for her. People who prayed for me. Mm -hmm. I know the people who you know <laughs> sur surrounded Abby. Abby yeah. told her story yeah. four yeah. episodes ago mm -hmm. in in that 121 prayer room. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But. But also like a reminder of that of the the chapter in Hebrews that is like the 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 Hall of Fame of faith, mm -hmm. right? People who prayed and sought God on things they were never going to see in their lifetime, mm -hmm. yeah. knowing that God would do it. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's that's what I heard yeah. when you're talking about your grandmothers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they they prayed with faith, with faith yeah. for something that they they hoped they would see. Right. Mm -hmm. But trusting that God would do it whether they saw it or not. Yeah. Right. And uh, man, just so just keep it, keep, keep going, right? Keep, keep on, on exactly. keep on keeping yeah. on. Keep on yeah. keeping on. Keep you on know? trucking. And yes, 100%. Candy, thanks for joining us. It's, Y'all are awesome. It's been, it's been so great to just chat and talk. <laughs> I'm so happy. It's so good. I love and, you guys. And, um, and you're good at what you're doing. I love it so much. We're, uh, we're glad you guys joined us today. Um, we hope this was a conversation that um, you can pull something from mm. or testify to, right? Yeah, that's that's come on. it. That's it. Like that's we're, I, I sort of say, sort of tongue in cheek, like we are the Jesus Yelp report, Yelp reviews. I love that. <laughs> right? Like 
we're here to just so say good. like yes five stars i give jesus yes. five stars I'm like this him. is my experience with him yep. yes like, and so um so we hope that um this has been that experience for you and candy thanks thank you guys thanks for listening. love y'all